Hey everybody, it's me Rochelle. Welcome back. And we've been gone for a little bit, a little over a week, but there's been a lot of stuff going on and you guys all know about that. So, um, but here we are. And today we're gonna talk about a bipolar disorder. And uh, Carol's gonna go ahead and take us into it. Hey y'all, good to be talking to you again. Yes, we're going to talk about the bipolar disorder. And it was formerly called manic depressive illness or manic depression. It's a mental disorder that causes unusual shifts in mood, energy, activity levels, concentration, and the ability to carry out day-to-day -day tasks. There are three types of bipolar disorder. All three types involve clear changes in mood, energy, and activity levels. These moods range from periods of extremely up, elated, irritable, or energized behavior known as manic episodes to very down, sad, indifferent, or hopeless periods known as depressive episodes. Bipolar 1 disorder is defined by manic episodes that last at least seven days or by manic symptoms that are so severe that the person needs immediate hospital care. Usually depressive episodes occur as well to pick excuse me, typically lasting at least two weeks. Episodes of depression with mixed features, having depressive symptoms and manic symptoms at the same time, are also possible. Bipolar II disorder is defined by a pattern of depressive episodes and hypomanic episodes, but not the full-blown manic episodes that are typical of bipolar I disorder. Sometimes a person might experience symptoms of bipolar disorder that does not match any of the categories listed above, which is referred to as other specified and unspecified bipolar and related disorders. Bipolar disorder is typically diagnosed during late adolescence, the teen years, or early early adulthood. Occasionally, bipolar symptoms can appear in children. Bipolar disorder can also first appear during the woman's pregnancy or following childbirth. Although the symptoms may vary over time, bipolar disorder usually requires lifelong treatment. Following a prescribed treatment plan can help people manage their symptoms and improve their quality of life. Rochelle, will you tell us about the signs and symptoms, please? Yeah, sure. Uh, people with uh, bipolar disorder experience periods of unusually intense emotion, changes in sleep pattern and activity levels, and uncharacteristic behaviors, often without recognizing their likely harmful or undesirable effects. These distant, oh, distinct, sorry, periods are called mood episodes. 
we've all had some of those. Mood episodes are very different from the moods and behaviors that are typical for a person. During an episode, the symptoms last every day for most of the day. Episodes may also last for longer periods, such as several days or weeks. Now, we're going to go into uh, people having a manic episode, what they may feel like or what's going on with them. If they're having a manic episode, they may feel very up, you know, like high, elated or irritable or touchy even. They may may feel jumpy or wired, um, have a decreased need for sleep and have a loss of appetite. They can talk very fast about a lot of different things, almost like rambling. They feel like their thoughts are racing. They think they can do a lot of things at once. Do risky things that show poor judgment, such as eat and drink excessively, spend or give away a lot of money, or have reckless sex. Well, I don't know if that would necessarily be a bad... (laughs) (laughs) Don't go there. Hey, as long as it's one person, you get wrecked. One person, that's fine. Okay. (laughs) And back on track. The last one is feel like they are unusually important, talented, or powerful. Well, I mean, that's not too bad. And then we got people having a depressive episode. They may feel very sad, down, empty, and. Uh, hopeless. Make sure, yeah. They'll feel slowed down or restless. They have trouble falling asleep, wake up too early, or sleep too much. Experience increased appetite and weight gain. They'll talk very slowly, feel like they have nothing to say, feel like they have nothing to say, and they forget a lot. Uh, have trouble concentrating or making decisions, and they feel unable to do even the simple things. Have a little interest, have little interest in almost all activities, a decreased or absent sex drive, or an inability to experience pleasure. And they may feel hopeless or worthless, thinking about death or suicide. Sometimes people experience both manic and depressive symptoms in the same episode. This kind of episode is called an episode with mixed features. People experiencing an episode with mixed features may feel very sad, empty, or hopeless, while at the same time feeling extremely energized. Now, a person may have bipolar disorder even if their symptoms are less extreme. For example, some people with bipolar disorder, which is bipolar 2, experience hypomania, a less severe form of mania. During a hypomanic episode, a person may feel very good, be able to get things done, keep up with the daily, the day-to-day life things. The person may not feel that anything is wrong, but family and friends may recognize the changes in mood or activity levels as possible bipolar disorder. Now, without proper treatment, people with hypomania 
can develop severe manic uh, mania or depression. And then Carol's going to go ahead and get into the diagnosis of this. Yes, thank you. Uh, proper diagnosis and treatment can help people with bipolar disorder lead healthy and active lives. Talking with a doctor or other licensed healthcare provider is the first step. The healthcare provider can complete a physical exam and order necessary medical tests to rule out other conditions. The healthcare provider may then conduct a mental health evaluation or provide a referral to a trained mental health care provider, such as a psychiatrist, psychologist, or clinical social worker who has experience in diagnosing and treating bipolar disorder. Mental health care providers usually diagnose bipolar disorder based on a person's symptoms, lifetime history, experiences, and in some cases, family history. Accurate diagnosis in youth is particularly important. Rochelle, tell us about the, what medications. Well, there are certain medications that can handle, can help to manage symptoms of bipolar disorder. Some people may need to try several different medications and work with their, their uh, health care provider before finding medications that work best. Um, medications generally used to treat bipolar disorder include mood stabilizers and second generation, which is atypical anti-psychotics. Anti now that sounds really bad, but it's bad. Well, it seems bad. People think it's bad, but it actually can help you. Uh, treatment plans may also include medications that target sleep or anxiety. Now, healthcare providers often prescribe antidepressant medication to treat depressive episodes in bipolar disorder, combining the antidepressant with the mood stabilizer to prevent triggering a manic episode. And then people taking this medication, they should talk with the, their healthcare provider to understand the risks and benefits of the medication. They should tell their healthcare provider about any prescription drugs, over-the-counter medications, or supplements they are already taking. They need to report any concerns about side effects to a healthcare provider right away. The healthcare provider may need to change the dose or try a different medication. And remember that medication for bipolar disorder must be taken consistently, as prescribed even when one is feeling well. Now for general information on mental health and to find local treatment services that pertain to bipolar disorder, you can call the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration Treatment Referral Helpline, God, that was long, at 1-800-662-HELP. And again, that's 1-800-662-HELP. 4357. So always remember you can reach out to that number and they're going to help you in your area. So, you know, that's the best thing that you can do if you don't have some sort of a doctor that can help you. Um, but I'm going to leave you guys 
you know, with all that information. And I hope it helps somebody. Um, yeah, I hope so. And um, I'm going to leave you guys with a quote. And it says, it can be exhausting and overwhelming to be in your own skin. And that's by Casey Brown Bordley. Now, uh, we'll be working on some other stuff. So stay tuned to that. But thank you so much for listening. And we appreciate it. Yes, we do. (laughs) Yes, we do. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be back. (laughs) Take care, everybody. Bye, y'all. Bye.